would anyone want to shoot me? He mumbled his racing thoughts. Perhaps it was only a stray bullet that happened to hit near me, he thought. It was awfully high above my head if somebody really intended to hit me. Reassured, he relaxed, and the surging beat of his heart began to slow. Then he heard the pounding of the horse's hooves. New panic clutched at him as he sat bolt upright and prepared to flee. Dust billowed behind the charging bay horse, hurtling through the sagebrush toward him. Its rider held the reins in one hand and a rifle in the other. He neither bounced nor jolted, but seemed to float weightlessly, creating the impression of a wraith-like apparition. He was now so close that Kennedy could see the man's mustache, and its drooping corners seemed to pull his mouth into an ill-tempered grimace. The attacker's Stetson, frosted around the crown with dried sweat, was pulled so low over his eyes that the brim lopped his ears. Approaching his prostrate quarry, the rider reined from a full gallop to a sudden stop. The bay sprayed dust as it jolted, slid, and nearly sat back on its haunches in halting. The man looked down from his lofty perch and growled, "'So, you the goddamn yahoo what dug all them holes over there? I lost me a damn good steer in one of them not a month ago. Just fell ass over tea kettle into it, he did, and broke his goddamn neck. Why the hell are you trespassing here?' Kennedy, his beard made grayer by the dust that flowered his entire left side, slowly pulled himself to his feet. His eyes, wide with angry alarm, were riveted on those of the horseman. He swallowed several times as he struggled to regain his composure, and then he mounted his own attack. He shouted with more aggression than he felt, "'You, sir, could have killed me!' What do you mean by attacking an unarmed man and putting his life in danger with your irresponsible shooting? Irresponsible hell, the horseman replied in an angry voice. If I wanted to shoot you, feller, you'd be leaking blood right now. As it is, if you're the son of a bitch what dug them holes, I'll just get down and kick your ass up between your shoulder blades. That's what I'll do. Not retreating, Kennedy challenged, "'This is private property, and unless you are a McLeod heir, you are trespassing here, sir, not me, and so are your steers.' "'Don't mention that goddamn McLeod name around me, you slick-heeled!' The horseman's retort was interrupted by the arrival of another rider. She appeared to be in her late teens, but it was hard to guess her age." Her hair was hidden under a cowboy hat, worn and sweat-stained, like the man's. She looked with alarm from one man to the other. "'What's wrong, Dad?' "'I guess I caught us the sloping bastard what dug up this whole place,' the man on the bay said. Looking back at Kennedy, he growled, "'Now get the hell out of here before I really get mad.' He emphasized his order with a prodding motion of the muzzle of his rifle. The weathered rawhide of his scowling face matched the appearance of his large, craggy frame. He wore a leather vest in spite of the heat. "'Dad,' 
the girl said in a voice that was mellower than her appearance would suggest. I think we should talk this over. You be quiet now, sis. I'll take care of this here feller, her father replied. I'm doctor. You shut up, the horseman shouted. If I want to hear anything out of you, you damn well bet I'll ask. So intense was the conflict that none of the three noticed the dust cloud approaching across the basin, a shallow depression stretching several miles to the east. At the vortex of the mounting pillar of gray, a young man sat hunched forward over the steering wheel of an ancient pickup truck. An old cowboy hat was pulled almost down to his dusty eyebrows. Slowly following the meandering pair of tracks through sagebrush parched dry by the sun, he wondered if his odometer was broken. It seemed he had gone much farther than the third.